Today is the 13th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's great to be here with you today and every day. It's a privilege to have this place, right? This little global campfire that we can find warmth and comfort in. An oasis of serenity in a crazy world. I am... I am honored to be here with you today as we gather and take another step forward. We're winding our way through the book of Genesis at this point because obviously we're in the month of January and we're just getting going. So we've started at the beginning. And now today we have wound our way all the way to chapter 28. And so today, Genesis chapters 28 and 29. So Isaac called for Jacob and blessed him. Then he commanded him, Do not marry a Canaanite woman. Go at once to Paddan Aram, to the house of your mother's father, Bethuel. Take a wife for yourself there from among the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and increase your numbers until you become a community of peoples. May he give you and your descendants the blessing given to Abraham so that you may take possession of the land where you now reside as a foreigner, the land God gave to Abraham. Then Isaac sent Jacob on his way, and he went to Paddan Aram to Laban, son of Bethuel, the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, who was the mother of Jacob and Esau. Now Esau learned that Isaac had blessed Jacob and had sent him to Paddan Aram to take a wife from there, and that when he blessed him, he commanded him, Do not marry a Canaanite woman and that Jacob had obeyed his father and mother and had gone to Paddan Aram. Esau then realized how displeasing the Canaanite women were to his father Isaac. So he went to Ishmael and married Mahalat, the sister of Nebaioth, and daughter of Ishmael, son of Abraham, in addition to the wives he already had. Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called that place Bethel, though the city used to be called Luz. Then Jacob made a vow saying, If God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear 
so that I return safely to my father's household, then the Lord will be my God, and this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house, and of all that you give me I will give you a tenth. Then Jacob continued on his journey and came to the land of the eastern peoples. There he saw a well in the open country with three flocks of sheep lying near it, because the flocks were watered from that well. The stone over the mouth of the well was large. When all the flocks were gathered there, the shepherds would roll the stone away from the well's mouth and water the sheep. Then they would return the stone to its place over the mouth of the well. Jacob asked the shepherds, My brothers, where are you from? We are from Haran, they replied. He said to them, Do you know Laban, Naor's grandson? Yes, we know him, they answered. Then Jacob asked them, Is he well? Yes, he is, they said. And here comes his daughter, Rachel, with the sheep. Look, he said, the sun is still high. It is not time for the flocks to be gathered. Water the sheep and take them back to pasture. We can't, they replied, until all the flocks are gathered and the stone has been rolled away from the mouth of the well. Then we will water the sheep. While he was still talking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherd. When Jacob saw Rachel, daughter of his uncle Laban, and Laban's sheep, he went over and rolled the stone away from the mouth of the well and watered his uncle's sheep. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and began to weep aloud. He had told Rachel that he was a relative of her father and a son of Rebekah, so she ran and told her father. As soon as Laban heard the news about Jacob, his sister's son, he hurried to meet him. He embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his home. And there Jacob told him all these things. Then Laban said to him, You are my own flesh and blood. After Jacob had stayed with them for a whole month, Laban said to him, Just because you are a relative of mine, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me what your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel had a lovely figure and was beautiful. Jacob was in love with Rachel and said, I'll work for you seven years in return for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban said, It's better that I give her to you than to some other man. Stay here with me. So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife. My time is completed, and I want to make love to her. So Laban brought together all the people of the place and gave a feast. But when evening came, he took his daughter Leah and brought her to Jacob. And Jacob made love to her. And Laban gave his servant Zilpah to his daughter as her attendant. When morning came, there was Leah. So Jacob said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? I served you for Rachel, didn't I? Why have you deceived me? Laban replied, It is not our custom here to give the younger daughter in marriage before the older one. Finish this daughter's bridal week, then we will give you the younger one also, in return for another seven years of work. And Jacob did so. He finished the week with Leah, and then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel to be his wife. Laban gave his servant Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her attendant. Jacob made love to Rachel also, and his love for Rachel was greater than his love for Leah, and he worked for Laban another seven years. When the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, 
He enabled her to conceive, but Rachel remained childless. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben, for she said, It is because the Lord has seen my misery. Surely my husband will love me now. She conceived again, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, Because the Lord heard that I am not loved, he gave me this one too. So she named him Simeon. Again she conceived, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, Now, at last, my husband will become attached to me, because I have borne him three sons. So he was named Levi. She conceived again, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, This time I will praise the Lord. So she named him Judah. Then she stopped having children. Matthew 9, 18-38 While he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him, and so did his disciples. Just then a woman who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, If only... I could touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus entered the synagogue leader's house and saw the noisy crowd and people playing pipes, he said, Go away. This girl is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. After the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took the girl by the hand and she got up. News of this spread throughout all that region. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him, and he asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him all over that region. While they were going out, a man who was demon-possessed and could not talk was brought to Jesus. And when the demon was driven out, the man who had been mute spoke. The crowd was amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, It is by the prince of demons that he drives out demons. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Psalm 11 For the Director of Music of David In the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me, Flee like a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bows, they set their arrows against the strings to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. 
when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne. He observes everyone on earth. His eyes examine them. The Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked, those who love violence, he hates with a passion. On the wicked he will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur. A scorching wind will be their lot. For the Lord is righteous. He loves justice. The upright will see his face. Proverbs 3, 11 and 12 My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Okay, so in the book of Genesis, we've watched Jacob flee north away from his brother Esau and he stops in this city called Luz. This is a city that will be known as Bethel in the Bible and he's there to sleep and so he, he has a rock and he sleeps and God reveals himself in a vision with a stairway to heaven in his famous story. The remains of this place actually exist and it's, it's, it's a fascinating place. There's very little ruins there, um, but the hillsides are very, very terraced like a stairway and so it's, it's fascinating to be there. And Jacob he, he realizes what has happened and he says, surely the Lord was in this place and I wasn't even aware of it. And it's at this place that Jacob enters into covenant with God. And so we see the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and now the God of Jacob, which is something we will hear over and over in the Bible. And so now we know who these people are, Abraham and his son Isaac and his grandson, Jacob. And uh, then we turn into the Gospel of Matthew, and Jesus is invited essentially to a funeral that was, uh, wasn't supposed to be a funeral. Uh, a synagogue official's little daughter was ill and died, and, and so Jesus comes to the home, and there's a big crowd of mourners there, and this is very customary at this time where if there's a great loss, then that needs to be not kept silent. That needs to be voiced. And so there are even professionals who would come and mourn professionally and wail and play pipes and music. And just to let everybody know in the community, things are never going to be the same. There is a great loss here. And so this is uh, already happening as Jesus rolls up or walks up. And Jesus kind of put, puts everybody out. He's he's kind of perplexed. She's not dead. She's, she's just asleep, he tells them. And of course, all of these professional and, and professional mourners, but also the people who are absolutely mourning, according to the scriptures, they, they turn, their mourning turns into laughing at Jesus, but like not in a good way. They're mocking Jesus because they saw the girl and then as far as they could tell, she's dead. But she wasn't, right? And so she, she gets up. And so we have to ponder today from what we've read, these impossible situations. Like this situation that Jesus is in is an impossible situation. God revealing himself. 
in a stairway to heaven. Wow. Like, this is crazy stuff that we're reading. But we have to start wondering, is this, like, are we reading all of the the exemptions from life, like all the supernatural special things that happen to people? Or are these examples of what our lives are supposed to actually look like? Would our morning turn to mocking if we looked at a situation in our life that we knew was over and somebody said, maybe it's not dead. Maybe it's only asleep. Or, or would we maybe... Maybe turn our hearts to God and be a little bit more like Jacob and astonished and say, surely, surely the Lord is here and I'm, I was unaware. May we become aware that God's presence is everywhere that we are. And may we pay attention to that fact because it will rescue our lives. And so, Father, we enter into that with you. Nothing is impossible. All things are possible with you. And if we walk with you, then we will be walking in the way that we are supposed to walk. Come, Holy Spirit, let us walk by faith beyond ourselves, reaching for you as we grow and mature. We pray this in the precious and mighty name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That's home base. It is the website. It's where you can find out what's happening around here. The Daily Audio Bible app is that and a lot more. And you can download that free from the app store that works with your device. Just look for Daily Audio Bible and you can get that. Check out the different sections. The Daily Audio Bible shop is available for the global campfire community here with the resources for the journey that we are on. The community section will get you connected on social media, and that is where the prayer wall lives. So if we're facing the impossible, it's encouraging to know that we are not alone as we walk this journey. And so be aware of the prayer wall. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, thank you humbly. You can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There is a link on the homepage. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app, or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian, I love you, and I will be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, Daily Audio Bible family around the world. I go by the name of Grace Bird. I'm from Australia. I was a listener a few years ago, part of your community, and then, um, yeah, just due to a real hard trot, um, I stopped listening. Um, I was back last year and I missed quite a few <laughs> days, but I'm back again this year making a commitment to tune in every day and listen to the word. Um, 
The community is just so beautiful and I'm very thankful to Brian and his family for this ministry. Please could you pray for my son, he's 19 this year and for the last several years he's really been struck down with a lot of issues. He had to drop out of school, he's been in hospital several times, Um, he's been diagnosed with schizophrenia but I'm not sure about that personally. Um, So he got himself into trouble with the law and his court case is the 19th of January. Could you please pray for God's hand to be upon his life? And he grew up knowing the Lord and has turned away. But um, I'm just believing and I've been praying. And I just... um, have been pouring love into him, into his life, and trying to understand the balance of what it means to really love somebody, uh, but not to let them take advantage or abuse you and that love. So um, I'm really focusing on a ministry of kindness this year, um, especially for my son and for my unsaved family members. Please pray for my son. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Hi, DAB family. My name is Loredana. I've known about DAB since 2007, but I didn't really start listening consistently until 2020. I'm so grateful for this community. I'm one of those people in the background always praying, but not too comfortable calling in. But hopefully, I know that with God, I can overcome that and be able to call in more often. I'm asking for prayers. Today, um, I am having surgery. I was diagnosed with Usher syndrome much later in life. It's a dual diagnosis of deaf blindness. Um, Well, mild to profound hearing loss in my case. I've been hearing impaired my whole life. I didn't know that I had this condition. Um, And in 2016, I became visually impaired to the point of needing a white cane. The doctors say there's no cure for this condition, but my faith and total trust is in God that he will sustain my sight. Uh, Retinitis pigmentosa causes the formation of cataracts, and my left eye has been strong. By the grace of God, I've been able to see, but the cataracts have formed in my right eye to the point where I only have perception, light perception. I'm having surgery today. I'm asking my family to please, my DAB family, please pray for me. Please pray that there will be a positive result and that I'll have again useful vision in my right eye to remove the cataract, that there's no inflammation and that there's no macular edema or any kind of complications from the surgery. It's today, January 8th, and I know by the time it'll be over. Um, And thank you in advance. Happy New Year. I love you all so much, and I'm so grateful for this community. God bless you all. Hello, my DAB family. This is Jamie in New Jersey, standing on the Word of God. I humbly ask you to please pray with me. Dear Father in Heaven, today we welcome your presence. Today we choose your comfort. Today we choose your peace that surpasses all understanding. Today we are safe under your protection. Please help us keep our eyes fixed on you at all times. Father, we long to do good in this world. Help us. Make us be lights in this world. Open our minds to receive your word and grant us the grace to be obedient in any way that we need to be today. Help us to love as you love and to forgive as you forgive. Give us willing spirits to follow your instructions. 
when things are hard, empower us not to grow weary. Let us praise you in all circumstances that we may keep our eyes fixed on you and persevere. May our lives be transformed by your love and grace. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for praying along with me, my brothers and sisters. I love each and every one of you. Have a good night. Hello, Daily Audio Bible family and my brothers and sisters in Christ. I come before you all just to pray that God bring many blessings in this new year. Some for some of us, 2023 is still a year of the Lord, of course, and it's God's year. Whatever it, there is, it belongs to Him. But some of us has faced some struggles. And some of us will face some struggles even this year. But I'll come on to pray for you guys and just say, just continue to, to look to God for every situation and every problem that could arise. Because he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. We got to keep trusting in him. We got to keep praying. And we got to know that he is the God of all flesh and nothing is too difficult for him. So I pray for all those who are going through any kind of disorder, have any kind of disorder, sicknesses, illnesses, whatever it may be. I pray and lift you all up in Jesus' name. Pray that God find favor and to heal you. I pray in Jesus' name that he show you something in the process because we know he is a healer. He know. We know he can do exceedingly abundantly above all. And his grace is always sufficient for us all. So I pray that whatever you're going through, Lord, I pray that whatever you're going through, that the Lord will continue to be there to bless you, to be there to lift you up, to be there to comfort you in each and every way he can comfort. Because he is our king. Lord of lords, host of hosts, king of kings, the great I am, and the list goes on. So bless you brothers and sisters of Daily Audio Bible family, and God be with you all this year. In Jesus' name.